But what I also loved about the, the initial idea was that it seemed like the whole browser environment is an environment that no one really has ever touched, at least not the last 10 years. But now there is this company that has made it slightly more accessible, slightly easier, slightly better from a UX perspective to access these features. And now I'm taking the step further. Alright everyone, welcome back to Quick Coffee 2024. Wow, this is our first episode, Ted. Can you believe it? How are you doing today? <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, first episode of the new year. We had a we had a we had a nice winter break, Christmas and New Year's break, and last week didn't have an episode yet, and the first first episode again of the year. So yeah. very excited for 2024. And today we'll do a little bit of a mix between a yeah. 2024 outlook and uh, and, a, and a quick short but hopefully interesting product review. Mm -hmm. But first of all, how, how are you doing? How was your uh, winter break? Doing good, doing good. Uh, yeah, I just came back from actually two trips. So I went to, uh, first of all, I went to Düsseldorf, so back home, which was super nice, uh, meeting my family and my, my cousins and aunt and like the whole family was there over Christmas, which was really great. And then I went to a little nature skiing trip with my two siblings and uh, two of my very close friends. And we went to Aust nice. Austria and uh, had a had a super great time over there, uh, spending spending some time in the mountains. And every time I'm in the mountains, I truly uh, it's it's such a different feeling than living in a city, right? You can't compare it. But once you're once you're there, and once you're so zoomed out and uh, shut down from every like technological uh, you know tool that I would usually be interacting with. It feels super great and, and, and really calms me down. So it was a great trip. It really felt like a little bit of a meditative trip. I didn't work, so it really felt great. Um, and then I went back home and then we went to um, Palma actually for a few days because my grandma turned 90. She enjoys traveling and I think her, her kind of, you know, her, her wish since a few years was to do this like you know, family trip ones where we go to, you know, this like Spain, for example. And so we wanted to, yeah. She's 90, she's 90 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> years old and she hosted her birthday in, in Pama. Yes. Yeah. So we went to, that's, that's, yeah. that's an inspiration. That's, that's an inspiration for me. I, I, I hope that when I hope that I, I get 90 years old and then that I'm still so fit that I can, uh, that I can, that I can invite people for my birthday uh, somewhere. Uh, in the world, which is that's that's actually pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, it was lovely. I mean, she did want to stay in 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 Düsseldorf since the weather was so shitty. So uh, yeah, she, I get that. You know, she really wanted to make that a special day, and it was amazing. I mean, I did completely underestimated the weather as well and the climate. I mean, it was almost twenty degrees. Oh, was it? It was wow. yeah, amazing. It was sunny, twenty degrees. It almost seems like the Cape Town Cape Town two where people yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's the it's the short short trip cape town yeah there are so many people going to cape town right now but it's it's um but yeah i mean 20 degrees sounds sounds really cool for january that's yeah. that's awesome and it was great uh, i had my camera with me so i took a lot of photos then also worked worked a little bit from there so um but yeah now back in berlin and really looking forward to the next few months we'll make it great but uh yeah how, how was it for you 
I mean, the the winter break was uh, was good. Um, we had uh, we had a cold here and there, so it wasn't mm. it wasn't as as relaxing as we uh, we thought. I think I think we played a little bit of ping pong with the uh, with the colds <laughs> in the in the small uh, new family, and and yeah. just uh, yeah, basically uh, got it from each other. But no, I think overall it was still a good break. I didn't work, um, so it was very nice. Then last week started working again. This week back in Berlin for the first time of the year, and. Um, and now very very much looking forward to the first months of the of the year and uh, and a lot of things that we've planned a lot of things that we've been working towards with sonic we're going to launch our new website we're going to really which is which kind of feels like sonic 2.0 and it's about a year that we actually publicly launched sonic yeah, so it's, it's really going to be like an, it's really going to be like a even same for blossom crazy. Um, so it's really going to be a, a, a it's it's crazy right so to to kind of reflect on what can happen in a year and for us i think now with the new website it's going to really the new website kind of it it you know it collects all of the work that we've done uh, in all of the different areas over the last year so it's really it's this kind of you know piece that shows um how far we've come which is which is something i'm really proud of so i'm very much looking forward to launching that mm -hmm. and we have some amazing things coming up even for for quick coffee we have the interf we have the uh, event mm -hmm. uh, on a ai first uh, user user interfaces which i think is an, is, a, is a quick shout out we can make on 8th of february we're going to host an uh, an event with uh, with interface capital together and also sponsor GLS next um, in the in the AI campus. Um, I'm also going to post something on on LinkedIn I think later today mm -hmm. and um, and people can sign up and we've gotten so many applications already I think we we it's more crazy. Than 200 people uh, that have signed up it's, it's, it's really awesome to see so that's something that I'm looking forward to and it's really just yeah I mean it's going to be like a like a speedy start into the new year um, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that and I think when I think about kind of the outlook 2024 there's a couple of things that really excite me like mm -hmm. work-wise of course mm -hmm. like Sonic 2.0 and really just what the year is going to bring I think reflecting back on 2023 it's really amazing to see how much can happen in a year and so I'm 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 looking forward to another uh hopefully great year mm -hmm. um, but then also uh, I was speaking with Valerie the other day and we were kind of making for the first time I think kind of like a together plan for 2024 which I found really nice and thinking about like what are the things that we would like to get out of the year together as a family and so doing the first kind of longer trips with yeah as a family oh which yeah is really nice Ooh, and nice. then of course kind of planning and going surfing and 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 really you know a couple of experiences that we are planning together so that's something that I'm looking forward to uh, in 2024 so how's it for you love it love it yeah I think same same for me so I spent some time uh, writing down you know like a little bit of a review and then also a preview for this year and uh, it's it's interesting I mean there's always many many things coming up I think one difficulty that I always face is focusing on a few things um especially in an in a you know in an environment where everyone comes up with new things on a daily basis so you really want to make sure that you you focus on the right things you spend time you allocate time on the right things. But I think, yeah, I mean, work-wise, also really looking forward to another year of uh, Blossom Design. I think uh, I'm super excited. We will have two new team members in February. So wow. really, really looking forward to uh, welcoming them to the team and also having them around in the office and uh, working together on amazing products and, and projects. So that's that's a big one. Then uh, we're also working on a uh, new website soon, which is something that for Blossom. Uh, for Blossom, yeah, I think we also have to. I That's mean, awesome. now that we've spent some time on on the new Sonic website, uh, I think it, uh, yeah, 
definitely made sense for us to also rethink some of our um, initial website designs. Uh, so that's also going to be a big one. But then I am also really interested in, again, you know, Blossom is a lot about inspiration and everything that I do is a lot about like finding inspiration, right? I mean, the inspiration trip the, the two of us had last year to Palo Alto was amazing. I, lo I love these things. Definitely. And I think one thing that I'm really looking forward to this year is having more of these short but sweet inspiration trips or doing doing things that inspire me. And I think I want to, because it's so interesting, so when you think about it, right, as a digital designer, I mean, you have the same, but we spend so much time in front of our computer that it's sometimes hard to zoom out. And, I, and, and from my experience, the best work I've ever done was not necessarily the inspiration that I found online, but really the inspiration I found through conversations with people, right? Or visiting places, right? I just remember like us walking through, I don't know, walk University Avenue in, in Palo Alto, right? It's just a, it's an inspiring environment that sparks and brings new ideas for a specific yes. project. And I think th these are kind of the things that I really want to have more of this year. So how do I create those small moments, maybe even on a daily basis, that inspire me. I don't have the answer yet, but it's it's just something that I've wrote down. I wanna I wanna think about that. That's mm. super cool. Do you have like a do you have a number one goal for yourself in 2024? I mean, personally, there's 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 a lot of goals. Like one is definitely a sport sport routine. I started the the year pretty well, so I wanna. <laughs> it's now been a week, but uh, I wanna stick to my sport routine. You wanna continue? <laughs> yeah, I wanna continue since it's been going well. Uh, yeah, since a, yeah a week, but that's that's a big one. Um, and then um, being very intentional and uh, you know with the with the time and and with my time and like the the, the people I surround myself with and. Um, spending enough time with people that I care about are big goals for me. What is it for yeah. you? I think for me, it's the same, it like, like really the, the, the number one, I think, personal objective, I always try to to divide it, right? Because I think when you think about objectives, it's very, usually the mind very quickly goes to some professional objective, something that you have uh, work, you know, in terms of work. And, and I like to really have personal objectives actually much more than than work objectives because I, th I think otherwise yeah. you're you're being drawn into this you know entire focus on 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 only working and i think for me it's it's really around fitness and health at the end of 2022 uh i had what i think was kind of like a peak fitness time where you know in, in summer of 2022 i was in i was in la three months i spent there and and it was very very easy for me like with the good weather to to do a lot of sport right so i would really go like four or five times go running in addition to it and everything and then in the fall when we moved to amsterdam it was really kind of easy for me to get to to stay into that in in, the, in that rhythm and i really found like a good you know, a good rhythm for myself in terms of fitness and really worked my way up there in terms of what I want to achieve uh, in, in, in terms of CrossFit and, mm -hmm. and, and, and overall kind of cardio fitness and everything. Um, but then, but then last year was super challenging, I think in, in that regard, right? So with, with becoming a parent, it's really changed my life in so many uh, ways. And one of them is really uh, which is which is something that's that's truly quite difficult for me. It's like the lack of sleep and or the disruptive sleep and the the just just the, just the amount of time that you suddenly don't have yeah. for activities like sport or work or uh, or yeah. other 
topics in your life. And so I think for me, it's it's really about finding the the right routine to stay, you know, on the fitness level that that I have. And I think it's it's challenging because when you think about it, when you've always done in when you've always been very focused on sport in your life, then of course you're used to that being a huge part, right? So if I now go to the gym once or twice a week for other people that might be a lot for me that's 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 that feels like very little because i'm i'm very used to going you know nearly every day but now now i need to find kind of a balance of what's possible right with a with a with the with the overall life that i have uh, and so that's i think that's that's a challenge that's 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 something that i'm looking looking forward to but i've actually experienced that with the change that i've now made of uh, of of building out my small home gym mm-hmm. uh it's making a huge it's making a huge difference already it's it's really making a huge difference because now with like 45 minutes and overall time invested which would usually literally just take me to the gym and back right these 45 minutes Crazy. which is simply simply the commuting time this is now what i can do a whole workout so it, mm. it really feels like when i do when when i now do a workout which is of course like i'm doing it in our storage room right so there's like <laughs> a lot of like i always need to move things around there's like there's there, there there's kind of not really enough space but i'm kind of making it work but when i when i'm there and i do the whole workout and i look at the the, the clock it's like i i ha- i still have one hour left uh, which mm. I, which i w- would have usually spent on just getting like to the dressing room and out and in the car and yeah. go back and forth so it's so so that's really cool to see so i'm 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 trying to make the space that we have at home work for me and and it's 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 really a game changer uh so so very much looking forward to kind of building that out in 2024 yeah. uh with, yeah. with uh what, what what i what i can do in the in the space that we have love uh, it so that's something that i'm that i'm excited about that was the the outlook for 2024 and i think especially of course in in future uh, quick coffee episodes more to come there's actually going to be some really uh, exciting episodes i'm looking forward to we are going to have uh, more guests on 20 on uh, quick coffee uh, this year we're gonna we're gonna you know welcome a True. couple of people that we already have in mind um we're gonna cover uh topics and i'm i'm really excited you know when i think about kind of the event that we are now hosting in february and really this conversation around what the future of product and design looks like and that's really something that i would like to make part of the quick coffee uh, quick coffee conversation as well and i think that's a good segue into um, the quick product review that we wanted to mm. do today and we've had that on a list for we've had it on a list yeah. quite a while and Think so, i find yeah. it interesting because uh, we we probably have to quickly explain what arc mm-hmm. really is but i find it interesting because there's only one product that i've known so far that that kind of you know a little bit magically made its way into our team and that's back in the days it was notion with mapify so i remember mm. kind of one person had it and and you nobody mm. really knew what it was right and then from one person it kind of and, and suddenly the mm. whole team you would see like when someone was sharing the screen like hey this person is also using it mm. i remember that you're right back in the office everyone was creating their workspace exactly it was kind of like spreading out and now the same thing at sonic has happened with Arc, and interestingly enough, it's actually happened with some of our partner companies as well. So I'm seeing people now <laughs> not necessarily doesn't maybe not inspired by us, but maybe from somewhere else. But you're yeah. you're kind of like you know there's this moment in time when you see like oh now people are adopting this new product, and that's Arc. And and in short, it's kind of the the, the browser rethought. Um, but it's very interesting because one one of the things when I think about it, it's very difficult to. To actually describe what is so fundamentally important, uh, different. F- fundamentally different, yeah, yeah. especially for me, yeah. um, 
I would say there's there's a lot of focus on on you know optimizing a couple of core workflows and we can talk about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But it's very interesting. It's a product that you know it somehow feels different. Yeah. Feels very different. It feels and it's, very different. And it's a product that when you use it, you can't really go away from it. But on the other side, it's not as if it's like incredibly obvious what is different, mm. right? And so that's that's I think something interesting about it. But um, but yeah, we've been seeing it spread. Uh, more and more people are using it, especially in our kind of circle and also globally. And so let's talk about it. What is something that has that that excites you about it? Like when you use it, what what do you think is something that's that's making it special? Why do you think people are adopting it? That's really the biggest question for me, right? Because it's not it's not, it's not as 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 if we would have thought another browser app is really needed. Yeah. Right. That's not really. I mean, it didn't really seem like a huge problem to me. But now there's this product coming around and people are using it. So why do you think they're why do you think they're using it? So I, I I have to tell a little story here because it's it's quite funny. I think the first time I used Arc was I think back like one and a half years ago when I was sitting down with Dennis from Amy and we were just looking into some of the like kind of recent apps and tools that we've discovered. And I think he was the one who showed me Arc for the first time when it was still on waitlist. No one had access to it. He had through his Twitter community, obviously, their, you know, priority access or whatever. So he sent me an invite and I tried it out and I immediately deleted it after a few a few weeks Interesting. or even days because I didn't see the value in it at all. And it also didn't really make sense to me. And then I had the same scenario again a few months later when other friends of mine approached me again and said, hey, Felix, have you checked out Arc? It's so much better now. You know, give it a try. And I mean, I was, I'm, I, you know, I've always been using Chrome, so I was really fast in using Chrome. I had my shortcuts, I had my, uh, you know, my bookmarks. I, I was extremely fast in using Chrome. So, the chances of, you know, for me going to, you know, using start using a new product, a new browser, was really low. And, you know, they they proved me wrong. I used the product, and no, actually, sorry, let me re-elaborate. Actually, I, I used the product, and then. I still felt like it's not good enough. And I actually started, you know, go go digging deep and I wanted to familiarize myself with the product, but I still felt like the hassle of me now getting familiar with the product and, you know, kind of learning the new shortcuts and the new functionalities is is too large. So I'll just stick with Chrome. And actually that that that's what happened. And then it took so much time, but then eventually I I fully transitioned over. Uh, to Arc, and I think that was also a question of time and and uh, and product uh, development. So the, back in the days, the product was not as good as it is now, and now they've also launched a bunch of features and functionalities. But I, I just wanted to quickly like it took a lot of time for me to transition to the product, even though I gave it a many many tries. I, it finally happened. It finally happened. Uh, and now to it's, it's really yeah. interesting. It's really interesting that it takes so much time, right? I mean, that you took kind of years to to adopt it. And I think that's, that's they've been working on this for years. Yeah. You know, wh why do you think people are adopting it now? Why are you, why are you using it now? I think I'm, I mean, I'm generally a person who really enjoys optimizing their uh, workflows. So I'm also, for example, not using the Apple Spotlight, but I'm using Raycast, which is a slightly different, faster way of searching your laptop, your MacBook. And the same, I think, happened with, with Arc. The reason I'm using it is because now I'm faster in going through my pages and tabs and searching websites. And just the way I've structured my Arc 
is already fundamentally different. So one of my favorite features is, for example, spaces. I have a space for basically, I have one space for Blossom, I have one space for personal use, I have one space for Crandom, and I have one space for Quick Coffee. And it's a simple swipe that allows me to switch through those spaces. And every space has different tabs and different bookmarks and different saved passwords. So everything just feels so much more structured and unified in a way. Um, so I think that that has been like one of the big functionalities that I really fall in love with next to like, you know, the way you open a tab is really just command T, but then you have like this, you don't necessarily directly small go to a new tab, you have a little small pop up. I think pop up is another one that they really nailed because one thing I really love as well is when you're on a page and you click on a link, then it wouldn't navigate you right away to this new page, it would first open a little pop up. And then you could, you know, just simply click command O, and then you would funnel in entirely. It's something that I also truly enjoyed because I always hated it when I click somewhere and then it brings me somewhere entirely else and I lose track. And I think it's those small interactions. Which is so, which is so interesting because when you think about it, like, like it feels like it's only small interactions that really in the end together make the difference, right? It's not as if, because what I found, find so interesting is you're saying like these profiles, for example, is something that you find very valuable. Like yeah. Chrome has the same I feature, yeah. but I think that, 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 but, but it's, it's, it's really, I think for me, there's one lesson in there already re when I reflect on a product and that's how important it is to win these early adopter users that are going to be really be through your product marketing and through the, the communications that you have for your product, they become ambassadors. And now what's happening is they are explaining to other people how to use features in the product. And they are actually encouraging people to kind of get go a step further, which are features that I could have used already in Chrome, but then no one was there to explain it to me, right? So it's so interesting when you think about this kind of crossing the chasm user groups that you in the, in the very beginning of a product, you need these early adopters that, that essentially validate the product value for someone else. Yeah. And they go to you and we, we actually at Sonic, we had a, we had a learning session, right? We had a call with like 30 minutes and then someone would present ARC and, and I was literally saying like, okay, tell me what this is all about. Right. And, and now you have 30 minutes where someone else is kind of going through the product because they are so excited about it and they are showing you features that you probably like literally the same features exist in Chrome, but I have I never had the, yeah. the 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 motivation to use them. But now there is this company that has made it slightly more accessible, slightly easier, slightly better from a UX perspective yeah. to access these features. And now I'm taking the step further, right? And it's 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 really interesting because you know I would have thought for a long time if you want to disrupt a category. Um, in that fundamental way, you have to make something which is like fundamentally different in a big way, right? But now this mm, is a browser that it, it li it's it's literally built on Chrome, right? Yeah. So the, yeah. the, the whole yeah. rendering machine is 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 Chrome. Yeah. But there are these small interactions that are more accessible to users and now they make the product better, which which is which is really, really interesting mm -hmm. when you think about it, right? And people talk about it and now they adopt it. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be like a like a you know global phenomenon in the sense that it's going to have like a you know billion users, mm. but it's 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 going to have a user base of people in a, in kind of like a tight knit community of people who really yeah want to want to optimize their workflow to the end and and it's and it's interesting yeah 
But what I also loved about the, the initial idea was that it seemed like the whole browser environment is an environment that no one really has ever touched, at least not the last 10 years. So if you look at Chrome, yes, right, the, the browser has also been uh, developing and they have been launching new features, but it didn't, didn't really feel like that within the browser space. There has been a new product, right, since decades, I think, right? I mean... And, and that's why I found it so interesting. Like when you think about other tools like, you know, email and, you know, there are hundreds of apps, you know, that tried to build something new. But in the browser space, I think it was really a difference. Um, so there, there, was only, a, there were only literally Firefox, Safari, Chrome. <laughs> that, right? that, that was it. And, and, it's, and it's very interesting because I think one of the things that they did is they moved the tabs from the upper bar yeah. to the sidebar, yeah. which honestly is, is not, when you think about it, I don't even know if it's like, from like a you know from like a space or screen real estate point of view, I don't mm. even know if it's that smart because now you have like less space in the in the horizontal. You have you have less space for the website. But what it creates, of course, is this feeling of oh, there's something fundamentally different. Mm. Now that the structure that you have known for five ten years of your life that doesn't exist anymore, right? And it's kind of feeling like as, as if you would do like the dock on your Mac, as like some people have it on the side. I right? was just on, about on to the say left side. It feels like very weird when you when you would have it set up this way. So I think it's like a per, it's like a move they made purposefully just to make it like feel completely different. Even though in the end it's the same bar that collects your tabs, and it could probably be also you know in the top. But it makes it makes the product feel very different. So it's really interesting. I think you know ultimately we can encourage people to to try it out. I actually think this is and this is the power when you when you make like a fundamental shift in the UI of a product. This is the power where you know now I can really not see myself going back, mm, which yeah. is which is very interesting. Even though even though the product doesn't have like a lot of big changes baked in, it's these small micro interactions collected that make it different. But now still. You know, I'm so used to them and I'm so used to the new interface now that it's going to be very hard to go back. So I think they they, they have something there that's going to attract and lock in a lot of a lot of users. And, and we, we can we can encourage the quick coffee community to to kind of uh, have a look at it and, and try it out for yourself and then let us know what you uh, what you think about it. Yeah. Perfect. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. I think, uh, you know, this was our first episode for 2024. Bear with us. We have to get used to it again. We have to get back into the game. Uh, we're looking forward to having you all here next week and wishing you all a great day. Yeah. Have a great start into the new year, everyone. Check out the event. Uh, I'm going to actually share uh, the, the comments uh, on LinkedIn uh, and, and the link to the event on the 8th of February on uh, AI first user interfaces, which is going to be uh, really cool. So looking forward to seeing you there and uh, seeing you again on Quick Coffee next week.